0: You know, I was thinking, since uh, since a brand new set is coming up and all, about my favorite patriotic American hero, that this week we would do an ode to them in a theme of their their choosing, their own theme song, if you will. So Simeon, why don't you go ahead and give us that sweet patriotic goodness of the only patriotic hero that has been confirmed to get their own figure coming up soon?
1: Oh yeah, brother, I think I know that. God.
0: You know, it's not what I meant, but I'll take it anyway. Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch and co host, Calderness. This is episode 293. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. Dial each for Heroclux is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclux singles and sealed products. Make sure to check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Use code Dial Five D-I-A-L the number five for five percent off. All of your awesome Heroclix orders, there's a really cool uh, set coming out soon. It's called Captain America and the Avengers. Using that code on a case will get you about $9 off, which is great. You can also use that on the Justice League set, which pre-orders are up for that as well. So if you want a good, you know, save a good 9 bucks, boom, right there, guys. Use the code and uh, support the show. Anyways, every week, I am joined by, sadly, uh, my co-host, Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? It's the reunion of
1: the Mega Powers, Calder. Jeez. And, the greatest tag team ever. Geez. And of course, every oh goodness gracious.
0: And of course, every week we start off with what made us happy. Simeon, why don't you go ahead and start?
1: Uh, this week, what made me happy came in right under, right under our noses, last second. Um, it's just the new clicks we're getting. So many, so many cool previews. So many cool sculpts. That kind of stuff makes me happy. Nice, very nice. That's what that's what I'm clinging to this week. This what you're clinging to? Well, we can we'll yeah. talk about more of that.
0: Then I assume in the news section, uh, really quick, what made me happy this week? I went down to North Carolina uh, this past weekend and went to uh, Ichabon Con, a really fun little convention. Met some uh, voice actors, cosplayed, hung out with a lot of people. But the thing that made me happiest, and this is going to sound odd. Uh, but if this has ever happened to you, you might know why, but on the flight home in our stop in Minneapolis, um, our flight was overbooked and they were looking for volunteers to go to an eight o'clock flight. And this flight was originally supposed to take off at like 1:25, right? So it's like a, it's gonna be a six, six and a half hour delay, except you get compensated for it. And the compensation was worth more than my ticket, like my whole trip. And I'm like, yes. Absolutely. You're saying you'll pay for my entire trip if I wait six hours. This will be the easiest six-hour work in my entire life. So I pulled out my computer, played video games, and then when the next flight started, I got on that. It was pretty darn awesome. I never would have thought I could make money uh, as a passenger on a plane, and honestly, it was great. It was so cool. Minneapolis isn't a small airport either. I got to eat Chick-fil-A a a whole twice times that day, uh, which is just... A beautiful gift, Taj. Oh, so Twice good.
1: in six hours.
0: Twice wow. in six hours, ladies and gents. You're it's hungry, awesome. boy. <laughs> I'm a, hey, you gotta eat, dude. Gotta eat. Gotta eat. I'm bored. What do you do? You eat. New year, new me. Still eating the same, same old, same old. But yeah, no, it was really same. great. Chicken and all of that, sandwich. all of that beautiful uh, reimbursement money for uh, wasting, quote unquote, wasting my time. I'm so glad I wasn't in a hurry because like, I would have like totally missed this beautiful opportunity, is going to go into fueling uh, my uh, crippling hero clicks addiction. So to figure <laughs> out why, let's get right into the news. I am ready to spend so much money. All right. Uh, Captain America set is in full Force, we're only missing about, uh, I think, under 20 characters uh, that don't have full set lists and dials, even though we've seen actually quite a few of these characters, so that's awesome, and I think we basically know everything, almost everything that's in the set, which is really cool, just missing dials right now, missing uh, placement with where they're going to go, the last couple of Scott Porter videos came out, notable pulls was the super great uh, MODOK, the return of MODOK, and also the... Is this the first Robbie Reyes we's, we've ever gotten? Is that right? Yes. Or have we gotten, so the first ever Robbie Reyes, uh,
1: uh, maybe. Yes, actually, okay. yeah, because, like, the last one was, like, Alejandra Blaze or something. Okay. So this so is, sweet. like, the first actual Robbie Reyes. And he came to Coast us,
0: uh, rest in peace, in pieces, uh, <laughs> most beautifully He was absolutely demolished when he came out of the booster, which is a little, a little rough. Um, And then we also got a look at some more uh, quality control. Hopefully this won't affect the rest of it, but the captain and his card was completely wrong on the back side of the dial. The front side of the dial was fine, but the back card was uh, the L.E. Baron Zemo, which also made us see what the L.E. Baron Zemo's card would do, which is really, really cool. We also got previews from Highlander Games, Two Clicks from KO, and Da Vinci. Uh, Me and Simeon are just going to talk about four figures this week. Uh, They're going to be the standout figures that we believe uh, get us the most excited for the set. Now, even though we may not be mentioning a figure that you guys really enjoy or are really excited for, we're still excited for that figure. Don't get us wrong. There are so many amazing figures that were previewed in just the last seven days that it's really hard to choose all of them. These are just our top two picks because we want to uh, not get too bogged down. We'll probably do an episode on our sealed picks and what to do and whatnot once we see the full set. So don't worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and start off. And I'm going to talk about The Captain. I am so excited that this exists. Just last episode, he was one of the figures I had written down that I wanted uh, to be in the game, which is a version of The Captain that doesn't have Mjolnir, um, because that's what he did 90% of his run. And WizKid's uh, heard that, or well, not really, because this set was made long before I made that statement. But I've always wanted a captain for the longest time, and they gave it to me, and he's really good. He has the Living Legend trait, which, if you know, the first time he's KO'd, you put him to his last non KO click, roll a d6, heal him half, and then boom. That's it, you know, protective pulse wave, which is pretty neat. And then he has one trait, and then that is it. Then he just has a bunch of standard powers. His trait is, I can represent the American dream without being a government agent. At the beginning of the game, choose one to last this game. Captain Ameri- The captain loses the soldier keyword and gains the Marvel team ability of your choice that isn't uncopyable. Or the captain can't have his combat values modified by other characters and can't have his attack rolls re-rolled. So other characters means friendly and opposing. So you cannot perplex this cap. He can only rely on himself, or maybe an object or resource uh, that will allow him some stat modifications. So, what does the dial look like? Now, this was a little bit tricky to find, but we eventually got it. His first click: he has charge, uh, nine speed, eleven attack with precision strike, seventeen defense with ESD, and three damage blank. He has five range, indomitable. He's the Avengers team ability, and he's only this is this blows my mind. He's only 45 points. For such a low investment in your team, I think he does a lot. Now, he has no reducers at all, and he only his highest defense is a 17, and it's ESD, and that's just to keep him safe uh, before he gets close. The rest of his dial, on a 6-flick dial, he has sidestep. Uh, for the next three clicks, he has combat reflexes, close combat expert. His last two clicks, he has defend with support, a 15-defender support. So this is a healing Captain America, but it's awesome. I absolutely love this. But he has an 11, his whole dial, which is pretty good, especially since I'm I can't really think of a team ability that's worth taking. Um, now, losing the soldier keyword is like no big deal if you're building an Avengers team. I prefer the soldier keyword though to an Avengers keyword, just because this Captain America wasn't doing that much teaming up with the Avengers in this run. He was more or less on his own kind of adventure with like his own uh pals, like D-Man, or, like what's on the back, D-Man, Nomad, and Falcon.
1: So the cool thing about the soldier keyword like being lost is even if you build a soldier theme team, that doesn't happen until like at the beginning of the game. So you've already rolled for initiative. So that's only going to affect like something that relies on soldier keyword, which would be like a a leadership role at that point because you're not doing theme team probs with soldier keyword. So, yeah, you might as well drop it even on soldier theme teams absolutely um but no
0: so captain america is awesome obviously i'm more or less leaning towards the whole can't be re-rolled because he has a solid 11 attack and then close combat expert later is pretty awesome now if there's a way to give him range combat expert that would be i mean there's a million ways to do that so i think he's really fun for 45 points i'm very excited that we have a the captain um so yeah that is my first pick
1: nice my first pick is uh, a shout out for Jason Carr. He called it, or requested it, in our question this week, and that is Machine Smith. So, my only experience with this guy is from the Ant Man series, which was uh, the Scott Lang Ant Man, where he's like a reformed criminal, you know. You know his backstory, he's the movie one. Um, so. Machinesmith comes in with Masters of Evil, Skeleton Crew, and Robot Keywords. He's number, I think, 67 in the set? Yeah, it's a little fuzzy. 67 in the set, he's unique, he's a super rare, he has improved movement through hindering, he has two traits, and one is the assembled bolts and masters, which is the whole once per turn when he hits, after resolutions, you know, if he's on a Masters of Evil or Thunderbolts, Team, he can either remove or give action tokens depending on how many people are on the team. If there's six, he can do both. That whole thing. His other trait is backup my consciousness, shape change. So traded shape change power generate robot dupe bystander max one. When Machine Smith would be KO'd, if his robot dupe bystander is on the map, instead turn him to click six, and then KO the robot dupe. That means, uh, as long as you, if you just want to play it real safe, you just, like, hide your robot dupe away. And, uh, he just doesn't get KO'd the first time. And then, as long as you can keep making one, he just keeps not getting KO'd. Uh, what does the robot dupe do? Well, it also has a trait. Its stats are 6, 9, 16, and 1. It only has toughness and shape change with the Indom ability and zero range. But its trait makes up for that. When Robot Dupe starts the game, choose a standard opposing character of 100 points or less. Robot Dupe has the robot keyword in addition to the chosen character's displayed combat values and displayed standard powers. They may change as that character's dial clicks. If the chosen character isn't on the map, Robot Dupe's dial is his printed one. So hundred. You basically get uh, the stat line of a 100-point character for for nothing, because Robot Dupe is not scored at any points. He is a zero-point bystander. And it's just a power action to make this guy. It is max one, but you could potentially make one, push it, and uh, KO it. Let's say like you pick a 100-point character, and then that 100-point character is no longer on the map. You push it and KO it, and then you make a new one, and copy someone else's combat values. And that is really, really good. <laughs> I mean, copying combat values of a 100 point character for a 0 point character, are, it's pretty silly. It's
0: pretty good. It's pretty so, good. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't really know how to explain it other than, uh, yeah, it's just kind of. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's a good thing this guy's unique. Um, so those are the traits. Machinesmith also has a special. Speed Power, which is Nanobot Body. Plasticity, Sidestep, Stealth. So, his dial, he comes in, he's got 5 range, 2 ta- two lightning bolts. He starts with his special speed power. He's got 8 speed for his first 3 clicks with that speed power. He starts with Energy Explosion on his first 2 clicks, and Invuln with an 18 defense, and Indomitable his whole dial, but 18 de- defense vuln for the first three clicks. He starts with two clicks of perplex, and then goes to prob, and then he goes to more of like a healy stealthy outwit towards the end of his dial. He gets stealth for his last three clicks, steal energy for clicks three through six. He's six clicks long. If you didn't guess, uh, wow. So he's got regen on click six, and then outwit on clicks five and six. And he drops down to toughness on clicks 4 and 5. But uh, he's got solid stats. He's 90 points. He's not going to be like your big hitter. He's mostly going to be there for his energy explosion and stealth. So like you keep him safe. You shoot at like, groups of people. You've got two lightning bolts, five range that kind of thing, but the real big thing is you're going to put them in position and then power action, get one of these robot dupes out, and that robot dupe is going to put on a ton of damage if your (laughs) opponent is rocking like a cool 100 point figure or even like, you know it's standard powers only, so there's no like, you know let's say someone's got like a white speed power that's charge, flurry, blades something silly like that He's not going to be able to copy that special power, but he is going to be able to special uh, copy all of their standard powers. Right. So, as long as you pick well, I think his robot dupe's going to do pretty excellent.
0: And I assume displayed means no uh, no traded powers are going to be able to be picked. I mean, it's just like the ones on the combat dial window, I assume, is that yeah, so wording, I
1: would say? They do mention uh, they may change as the character's dial clicks. Right. Now, I don't know if it's like they may change. So like you can choose to let them change or that's like the may, which implies in hero clicks, like it does change mm. as the dial clicks. So kind of like a possessor, like a reverse possessor kind of thing where you're like stealing whatever they have on their dial. But, um, yeah, I mean, even if they just have like printed outwit, having a bystander without wit for zero points, pretty cool. Um, even if it's like, I mean, you could technically copy a one of their bystanders. So if they've got like a also true. Mudman, Change, Super Senses, Quake, Sidestep, you can have those powered. Right on. Well, moving right
0: along uh, to another preview that we got. My second choice we're going to go with. Blade. Blade makes his four, no, wait, I almost said six, seven year return, because the last time we saw him was an amazing Spider-Man. His seven year return to Hero Clicks in a pretty awesome way. He has Avengers, Marvel Knights, Midnight Suns, Wakanda, Monster, Mystical, and Spy keywords. Ooh, so many good keywords. He comes in at 75 or 50 points. He has five range and indomitable for his only uh, special combat symbol. He's also a wild card. The question mark team player team ability, which is pretty darn sweet. He has the Avengers the sorry the assembled Avengers trait, which is when he hits a five or six, your force has three plus friendly characters with the Avengers keyword, remove an action token from Blade or give an action token to a hit target. If your force has six plus characters with the Avengers keyword, do both, uh, because why not? Uh, He has three traits. The second one is vampire hunter. Uh, We we've seen a version of this trait on a ton of characters. Stealth. Uh, sees through hindering and ignores hindering for movement purposes when blade ko's a character with a monster or mystical keyword after resolutions he can use charge at no cost this may repeat
1: gee whiz simeon
0: uh this sure does seem uh, awfully familiar uh to another character
1: that uh that maybe yeah not maybe like a exist. carrion bird kind of like a yeah I don't know what do you what do you call those like scavenger kind of things that I don't know. Yeah, no, something you know. like P- pigeon, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, something that's like probably that, right? Yeah. So he's like he's like a, one of those broken pigeon figures. Exactly,
0: one of them broken pigeons. <laughs> Except this one isn't a prime, and you can play multiples of them for whatever reason. Uh, so that's really cool. His second trait is a gift. From Deacon Frost. Steel energy, period. when he, Blade uses it, he may heal past his blue starting line. So, like I said, he has two starting lines. He doesn't have a traditional vampire uh, starting line where his highest point and then he still has more to it. Instead, he has a normal dial. And then if he's on his lower point line, he can heal up, which is great. So, I think, I think that's awesome. how they should
1: just do yeah. all vampires moving forward. I, I agree. I um, personally agree. You pay, like, a premium for, like, their top line.
0: Yeah, they're healed up, ready to go, like, super full of blood, right. or whatever, vampire, yeah.
1: Because, like, the further you look back, it's like you're paying, like, like let's say Dracula from Fear Itself, you're yeah. paying a premium because there's the potential that you'll get him to top dial, but if you never do, they're definitely not worth, like, that point cost, so I like the fact that, like, this blade, um, it seems like it'd be kind of silly to play him at his full point line when you can yield yeah. to it if you pay, like, less points, but option to have and i still think the three clicks you get for only 25
0: points is still a pretty great trade-off if you decide to play him at a higher point line and just to go on a little quick tangent before we go into the rest of blade here i love the fact that his maybe it's just because i don't know anything about that version of the vulture but to me blade makes sense when he's a vampire hunter or at least in the movies he kills like a ton of vampires at a time so when he kills a vampire fact that he can use like monster mystical uh, charge at no cost, and he repeats, makes total sense. Wesley Snipes goes ham on these vampires and these nightclubs and stuff. I mean, he, he slaughters them. So it totally makes sense for Blade, and I love it. That's actually a really cool thematic way uh, of using this kind of charge, repeat, keep killing things. It's great. Uh, and, then next he, up here, and then he
1: says, why aren't you Ash? And it's because they didn't have the monster or mystical keyword. Right.
0: He has a special damage power for his first 5 clicks of his 7-click long dial, or his first 2 clicks of his 50-point dial. And it's like, yeah, they call me the world's greatest. He has protected Mystic's team ability, which is great because he has no invincible. Uh, when Blade attacks a character with monster mystical keyword, oh, where have I seen this before? Uh, that character can't use defense powers that attack. So, while he's going ham, <laughs> killing monsters and mystical characters, he's going to make it a little bit easier as they can't use defense powers. Uh, let's go ahead and go into his powers and stats. For his first five clicks, he has Charge and Blades. So then on his 50-point dial, it's his first click, he has Charge and Blades. First two clicks on his 75-point line, he has Toughness. And then on the next three clicks, he has Combat Reflexes. His last three clicks finally makes use of that five range, where he gets Sidestep with pen blast. His last two clicks, he has Regeneration. And also on his last two clicks, he has Exploit. So he's doing Penetrating Damage no matter what on his last two clicks, which is really awesome. He has really fun... Fun name powers, you know, I'm a vampire, sort of. I did, but vampires do. Come on, suck head. All that, you know. Uh, he has a really great penetrating psychic blast. It's time to return your seat to its upright position. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> but no, seriously, this blade is awesome. It's the newer style uh, where he has armor and not so much trench coat blade, which is fine. Any blade is good. He's got the haircut. He's got the glasses. He's got the goatee. He's blade. He's super good at killing vampires. I think he is amazing. Uh, the sculpt is more in line with a rare sculpt, I would say, uh, but the powers and abilities are more in line and more complicated style, like whiskey would say, with a super rare. So I'm okay with this blade being a super rare. I wish he was a rare since we haven't gotten a blade in so long. It would be nice if he was easier to get, and I can see him going for a lot once the set releases. But either way, I think this blade is absolutely stupid, stupid good, and phenomenal, um, and I can't wait to play him. I'm seriously, ooh, I just can't wait. It's going to be awesome
1: yeah i don't know if i'm uh, i'm like ready to rank him as like a meta killer kind of thing yet but i mean 2018 championship uh winner was you know a monster theme team and no defenses means no stop clicks so like whales go down uh retaliators definitely go down like pretty much uh, you know like you could go through a whole team with just that one figure if you've got enough speed like added to his uh, dial to get him around. So, that's pretty nuts. Um, speaking of nuts, Goodness. I'm talking about the 053 Prime. So, the non-prime was War Machine. I'm so happy there's not a Squirrel Girl in this set. Otherwise, that would have been even worse. Alright, so keep it was going. Like, Sorry. So, so it's, not, it's not Squirrel Girl uh, War Machine. Not Squirrel Girl in the War Machine armor. It is Punisher War Machine. Ooh. He never wore it. What in the world should have been Squirrel Girl in that armor? But, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Sure. <laughs> Secret, Secret Calder fantasy leaking out. He comes in with the Marvel Knights shield armor and Soldier keyword. Real name Frank Castle. Frank. He's got two traits. One, you got to pay five points for. And that is, the man inside's the real machine. That's right, Frank. That was so corny the way you said that. Keep, keep telling yourself <laughs> that, Frank. <laughs> you need to watch Dirty Laundry. It's a good, uh, yeah. it's a good Frank Castle thing. Uh, during force construction, you pay five additional points for this. During force construction, you may include a character named Punisher of 75 points or less on your sideline. When Punisher War Machine would be KO'd, instead replace him with the Punisher on its last non-KO click, then roll a d6 and heal that Punisher half of the result. This game, that Punisher can't be healed any other way. Protected Pulse Wave. So, if you play this guy and you, let's say like, since we currently don't have a modern Punisher, let's say they release like a cool new Punisher in the set, or like a you know, maybe in, like, the Spider-Man carnage, whatever they're going to call it set. You could put that guy on the sideline, and you basically pay five points to deny your opponent scoring points for, like, a little while. And what's crazy is, I think, since you swap him, it's instead of being KO'd, you'd swap him for, like... You could potentially put, like, a Punisher that's, like, five points. Like, there isn't one. Oh, you, yeah. could potentially you could put totally a, deny a Punisher points. that's, like... Yeah. Five points, and you just turned your ninety-point character into that five-point character, and your opponent has no way to counter that. So like they just lost all those points. Um, that's kind of silly. And I'm sure there's not going to be a punisher that's like real cheap like that, but even just like the fifteen points or you know whatever that you're going to deny him, that's that's already kind of bad. But that's his first trait. Hopefully we get a punisher in this set so that uh, he actually. Makes modern sense for a little while. His second trait was... The war never ends. I can't do the... Can't do the one guy's voice. War. War never changes. That whole thing. He has colossal stamina. Slash slash. If Punisher War Machine has two action tokens... He has free. Make an attack. Man. I really like... Have free. Make an attack. And then I can always push with my colossal stamina... To make another attack. And the next turn. I want to make another attack for free. And then I'm going to clear. And then I'm going to make two attacks again. You know. Just keep doing it. He's got a special attack power. It's. Just need to light the fuse. Energy explosion. And then capitalized knockback. So. uh, I think. That knockback would be. Whether you decide to use energy explosion or not. But either way. Pretty cool. And then he's got. One special damage power. Which is. If you were scared of the Punisher before, perplex, but only to target opposing characters. So you can drop their defense, their attack, their damage. You know the drill. Uh, Make them easier for him to target. He can see-through hindering, which means no hiding in stealth for all the bad Magia goons that do that. His dial comes in at 90 and 60 points. He has the shield team ability. He has 7 range, 2 targets. If you play him at 90 points, you're going to get a 10-speed running shot with a 12 attack using that special energy explosion knockback. Invincible with an 18 defense. He's in dom, and he's got 4 damage top dial. If you play him at 60 points, you're going to get minus 1 to your speed and attack. You're still going to have an 18 with invincible, and you'll have a 3 damage instead of 4. So if... I mean, you're only... Getting two clicks for that. If that uh, two clicks is worth 30 points to you, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Having a 12 attack and a four damage is pretty cool. Um, Especially when you've got like a perplex to drop their defense a little bit, maybe. Um, I think that he's going to be pretty stellar. He's got a relatively short dial for 90 points. He's only got six clicks long if you play him at 90. Uh, If you play him at 60 you are only got the four. Which, I mean, as long as they don't outwit Invincible, you should be able to take a few hits with him. If you pay the extra five points, then you'll definitely be able to survive at least, like, the first volley of their attacks. And other than that, I mean, he's, like, he's meant to be, like, you know, run in kind of colossal stamina, push himself, and just keep attacking, make free attacks. He's supposed to be, like, you know... Kind of be like your distraction piece, where you're like, you definitely want to like take him out, but there's going to be like a better threat that you have in your team. At least that's how I'd play him.
0: I would, I would say for ninety points, he's just a really good like solid secondary attacker who shouldn't need a lot of help getting around. You know, he's more built to take away some like swarmy guys without reducers and stuff like that. He's got a really high attack value, so you don't have to put too much support into him, the shield team ability is also super nice. Um, so, yeah, no, I like it a lot. I think this is a great Punisher. I like how it's more of a, a brute force, like he's going to hit you, there's no penetrating damage, there's no pulse wave, there's no tricks really going on. He just has a high damage value and a high attack value, and he has really just great damage value, especially down dial. You know,
1: he's a run and gun and Punisher, and that's I think that's awesome. Yeah, can't wait to wait, wait to take out like a whole Starfleet team with <laughs> Just his like, energy punishers. explosion knockback. Yeah. Like, take no, <laughs> two for all of them, and then go ahead and hit those walls on it's your way out.
0: Against walls, guys. What's great is he's not crazy stupid for a Super Rare Prime, which is also really good. So that's going to help his cost. Now, he's a really popular alternate like version of a popular character, which is going to make his price a little mm-hmm. bit more. But he's not, like, dumb, which is just so, so helpful for a Super Rare Prime to just not be dumb. So I just really appreciate that. You know, instead they just made a really solid figure, which is great. All right, that's all we're going to be talking about for the Captain America set. There was a lot more spoiled. There was Arno, Arno Stark in his real big armor. There was a Captain Marvel, sadly a super rare. And we got to see what the Florkin Chewy did. Um, two clicks from KO had a Red Skull, a Mandarin, and an Absorbing Man. Uh, Red Skull was rare. Mandarin was super rare. Absorbing Man was Chase. Uh, we got to see more like what clicks effects were going to do. We got to see Doctor Strange and Azuri as a Prime. We got to see a ton of figures uh, all over the board from Eternal Games, Highlander, Da Vinci, and Two Clicks from KO, as including uh, The Return of Modoc and all sorts of fun stuff from Scott's videos.
1: But without... And tons either, of like really cool yeah. like shared traits and team-like kind of things. Um, my favorite is definitely like the one that Red Skull and Zeke Stain have which is like the, as however many people you have with like their special keyword. I can't remember what it is now. Like it's power
0: Um, It's from the current captain America run. Now I had to reread some of the books I had. I'm really bad at reading comic books because I read them when they come out and then I forget everything that happened. And then I read the next one and I'm like, I don't even remember what is happening in the storyline. I had to double check Because someone said it was from that run, and I'm like, I don't even know what the Power Elite is, and that's just how little my reading comprehension is, like a month between these comics (laughs) coming out. Yeah, I'm going to have to reread the entire series once it's done, just because I I won't get the story in this monthly fashion. Ugh, who could possibly do that, goodness gracious, comic book reading? If only they
1: made, like, a graphic novel where they combined all of those issues, and you could just read it at one
0: time. If only. But who would wait that long to buy something? That would be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) moving on and making some sense uh, to the intro this week, we got news for WWE Wave 2. First, I'm going to read off the solicit of confirmed figures that are ready for pre-order by the store. And then we're going to talk about all the sculpts, uh, the digital sculpts that we saw. So... (laughs) First off, we have a Bailey, Becky Lynch, Big E, Brett the Hitman Hart, Hulk Hogan, Kofi Kingston, Kurt Angle, Mankind, Randy Orton, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, uh, Seth Rollins, Shawn Michaels, shinsuke nakamura the demon finn balor the fiend bray wyatt and xavier woods so we have two doubles uh making their return for whatever reason we have another Shawn michaels and then we have another mankind and then the sculpts we see are as follows we see shinsuke let's just go over what do you think of the figures chosen for wave two so far simeon
1: um so far like not a single one that i'm like kind of upset with Yeah, there's I'm definitely like way more excited for like Ricky Steamboat and Brett. I did not like I was telling like locals like there's no way they're giving us a Brett (laughs) like Vince McMahon like hates Brett. Like there's no (laughs) there's no way that he's going to like give the okay on uh, making a new Brett like any kind of merchandise for him. So that was like the one that I was like most excited to see. Um, Against all odds was like something that we. We all, like, wanted as soon as we saw Finn Balor. Yeah. So that's, like, technically the third Finn Balor, but it's going to be the first good one, probably. I hope. Oh, Uh, I hope. The fact that Bray Wyatt is coming in as the Fiend and not just as himself is kind of cool, but also, like, I do hope that we get a regular Bray Wyatt at some point. Hopefully, yeah. What's your biggest...
0: Uh Heck I'm yes. I'm the From most the excited for is Kurt Angle. I mean, he did win a uh, gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Uh and I just love Kurt Angle as as a wrestler. Uh second to that is uh The Hulkster. Man, I I really honestly had so much doubt that they would make Hogan just because he is such a uh, such a guy, you know? What a guy that Hulk Hogan. A little Rock. controversial. Yeah, a little controversial yeah. sometimes. But uh, he definitely deserves to be made just because of how big of an impact uh, he has on wrestling. I mean, even if someone who doesn't know what wrestling is, like at all, they should know who Hulk Hogan is. Like, knowing him only as a wrestler, unlike knowing Rock as like a movie star or something, you know? I'm also really excited for uh, The New Day. Um, I kind of wish their sculpts were cooler. Um, because I think they have really interesting great poses and chemistry together now uh, from their outfits I, I really wish I knew like if this was like a certain Wrestlemania era outfit or what this was and like this like, shows how lacking I might be in some of my knowledge um, but like the shrugs that like Xavier and Kofi are giving and then like Big E's kind of like this like presenting thing I think it's probably from a standstill like screenshot of when they all like posed at one time but I'm a little bummed there's no like, you know, trombone or anything or like a plate of pancakes in one of their hands or whatever. You know, Kofi, uh, is always like flying around the ring too. So a more dynamic sculpt, uh, for him would have been great. Or even, um, biggie doing the splits. Like, I think I would probably get tired of uh, playing biggie doing the splits uh, all the time, but I would have really appreciated it. Uh, but either way, I think it's awesome. I love, I just love the fact that we're getting the new day. I love, I love it. They're one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Um, yeah, and I'm also just a big fan of Randy Orton. Uh, he's one of the few, like John Cena, like kind of a meme character, you know, RKO out of nowhere. So hopefully the that Viper we <laughs> get some really yeah. good moves from that. Uh, hate Shinsuke Nakamura. He's so weird. He is just so weird. Um, he's just so weird. I I can, I can only say that so many times. Um, but like that's his character. That's who he's meant to be. He's kind of unsettling in like the way he acts. He's a good wrestler, but uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Like I. I Almost any time I see him in Sami Zayn, I'm just like, can we just not? Can we just not this week, you know? Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, try not to talk for too long about it, but it is really big news. I am a little bummed that Sting isn't uh, going to be in the second wave, but – I assumed that maybe that have been too soon since we did just see his sculpt. But since we saw his sculpt, you know, like, why wouldn't it be in the second wave? So, third wave confirmed for the Stinger, at least. I'll have to wait a little bit longer. Um, but the release date for these guys is going to be June 10th. Uh, some say June 10th, some say June 15th, actually. So.
1: And no word on, like, the starters. If there will yeah. be starters for this one, if there will be, like, additional stuff. Um, it's very, like, early, kind of, like information that we're going off of but uh definitely like possible that there will be like you know not a new wrestling ring because who needs two? but you know maybe like a thing with like i don't know some signature weapons i need to
0: that's who needs two. simeon i do (laughs) Me, I don't care. It's fundamentally the same thing every time. Just make it do different stuff. I don't, I don't even care anymore. No, please don't re-release a wrestling ring. Give us objects before you do that. Like, real
1: objects. Like, a please. extra fancy one that costs twice as much and says WrestleMania on it. <laughs> That's what I want.
0: Dude, it's, it could have, like, the LED uh, turnbuckles, you know, and all that cool stuff. Yeah, give us e- a fancy WrestleMania ring. I don't care. It'd be great. Oh, uh, yeah, that is all the WWE news. Let's get super hyped. For that, I can't wait to see all these characters. They have a great character selection. It's not as big as the first wave, which is fine. It doesn't need to be um, this like big. Like the first wave was like, boom, this is WWE. What do you think about that? The next wave is just like, here are a bunch of characters that we know you guys wanted, and you're finally getting them. So I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited. Um Also for, a character for Becky named, Lynch. For Becky Lynch. How did you know? Yes. How did you know I was gonna say Becky Lynch? Because she's <laughs> the man, and she's my girl. The I love man. Becky Lynch. She's so great. Uh, yeah, so we can go ahead and move on into the community section.
1: There are <laughs> dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. Uh,
0: this today, today is Tuesday. Community Tuesday's question was: With the new cap chases having clicks effects. if you could make an FX base, what character would use it, and what would it do? Simeon. What's your choice? Who was your choice for clicks FX base there?
1: Ooh. Uh, ooh. For clicks FX base, you know, I put a lot of thought into it because, like. I I think Wendigo not getting, like, wounded markers was kind of, like, a, like, big missed opportunity. Like, I didn't think of it at first. Some, like, listeners and other people pointed it out. So, when they pointed that out, though, I was like, oh, wow, that, like, really would have been, like, super solid. Um, So, that's one. Um, But, man, just, like, a single character... I think I'm going to have to go with like Iron Man putting like a lock token on somebody or like Wolverine putting like a like following the scent kind of like thing on somebody. So he's like tracking somebody because Wolverine's my like big character and I can't think of another way that he would have something slash markers have never worked. They're always (laughs) terrible. Um, (laughs) So many like the old FX were like really cool. Yeah, the only old FX piece that I think was like solid utility that you could actually count on was like the Green Lantern's wall. Somehow I knew you're gonna say that. Yeah, like wall Yeah, <laughs> because you could just pop it out and then attack with it. So like you could be like, you're out of stealth. You have minus one defense. Now I'm gonna shoot you. And didn't matter if they were hindering or not because like they got the minus one. So. There was that, um, but that one, like that one's really solid. Every time I've used a slash marker, one the characters that they come with are usually like really overcosted, and you hit them, and they either just die because you hit them for like four penetrating damage, or you hit them and like you're like really exposed, and then uh, like Ares or whatever the guy. Oh Aries.
0: Definitely cost it.
1: <laughs> just a little bit, yeah. Um, and then the fire the fire tokens were another one where like it'd be really cool if I hit this guy and he was on fire. Like that happens, you know? People catch on fire. And that'd be really cool if this guy, you know, was just on fire and he had to like find some water terrain and put himself out. But no, this doesn't ever work that way. Right.
0: I feel you, dog. I feel you uh, when this uh, when we when we came up with this question, what first came to mind was a character like a terrain that no one has used before, like an, a, a clicks effects that like no one's really invented before, and then a character who could use it. Uh, and I thought of like characters I like, so I got to Lex Luthor, and I thought maybe kryptonite. So he shoots someone, throws like kryptonite at them, and then like they're locked down in the square. It'd be kind of a tie between a web marker. And whether or not they would even get affected by Kryptonite. As we know in DC Comics, Kryptonite affects everyone in a, in a slower fashion. As we learned, like Lex Luthor got Kryptonite poisoning by always have wearing a ring on him uh, without like any kind of protection surrounding his body. So I think it would be really cool just to have a Lex Luthor that can just, boom, nuke someone with Kryptonite. It would be a really cool addition to the base. It would look all green, see-through, but also be like rocky you know, which is they don't really have a rock style one except for like the wall, if that even kind of counts. So I would like that. That would be really cool. Just shoot, shut down a Superman, you know, can't use flight Superman ally or Kryptonian keyword, just negative three combat values, earthbound neutralized, you know, you can't use defense powers. Just, just absolutely just anything that can absolutely just poop on a Superman figure. I'm down for just like, I'm already there, dude. Let's do it. Um, or, <laughs> I think this would be really funny, but let's remake Dr. Bong and have, like, a, <laughs> a, a vibration marker. Like, this could also work for, like, Vibe, obviously, too. But, like, like, it'd basically just, like, be, like, a headache where he can use in-cap as free uh, as long as that marker is on that character uh, or something like that. I think that'd be really funny, you know. Just really just remake Dr. Bong, guys. Come on. Come on. Give me another Lex Luthor because we clearly don't have enough and remake Dr. Bong. Uh, Going into answers, why don't you start us off on Facebook, Simeon?
1: All right, on Facebook we've got Peter Marshfield who says, I like the idea of Batman having a swarm of bats. Just make a flattened version of the bats on Man-Bat and it could either grant stealth or for characters that have stealth, then it blocks line of fire through the side that the FX marker is placed. Ooh. To take it outside of Marvel DC, I'd like to see a Ninja Turtles figure that generate pizza markers. And if an opponent moves through the, pe- the square with the marker, it's removed. But if a turtle picks it up, they get to heal a click for free at the end of the turn. So, Pizza time, dude. Pizza time. Cow-a-bunga.
0: Citizen Chris Kurtz said, Guardian and Vindicator from Alpha Flight. Give them an FX force field counter that they keep instead of one they give other figures. So that's pretty neat. can use this
1: on some Alpha Flight Fools. Yeah, they need something, that's for sure. Scott Johnson says, Gambit or Boom Boom, or make maybe make a Jubilee that would have some form of time bomb that went off when an opponent got too close. Gambits would be translucent pink explosion, boom boom would have something looking like an explosion with orange and yellows, and Jubilee would have a multicolored firework. Mm. They are energy globules according (laughs) to Jubilee. Energy globules. Yeah, they're not a scientific term. They're it's like plasma globules. I don't know. Globules. Cyclops doesn't shoot lasers, it's punch dimension energy. That's true.
0: They yeah. are t- they are so not lasers.
1: Kinetic. Jubilee can be as silly as she wants because. <laughs> <That's, yeah. laughs>
0: the rules are made up and no one cares. Joe Dunn says North Star and or Aurora with light markers probably will increase speed with the markers attached or reduce an opposing figure's attack. Look at all this love for Alpha Flight all of a sudden. I'm sorry. This is an American podcast. I mean, you to to cut that out uh, right now.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Why aren't these people on Facebook? That's uh weird. I have to read all the the normal answers instead of the good ones. Uh, David G. F. says, a Magneto with an electrocution field FX marker that can be placed using a power action. This marker generates one penetrating damage if your opponent is within range. That would be really cool. I think a Magneto... So we did have like a Magneto with like a effect kind of thing on him at one point, right? I feel like we had one with yes, like.
0: Yes, yes, did. In the 10th a,
1: anniversary, we had a Magneto with a sort of magnet shield. I don't remember exactly. What yeah. It was. So, like, something where if it's on him, he has energy shield, and, like, let's say, Involm. If he uses it, like, aggressively, then, like, yeah. If it's within, like, a couple squares of opponents or they move past it, then, like, maybe it slows them down. Maybe it gives them damage. I could see that. Right on. Either way, it would be pretty shocking. But, um, <laughs>
0: Vigilante Jedi Legend says clicks effects for chases is kind of cruddy An invisible slash phasing effects for Sue Storm, Ghosts or sorry, Sue's Ghost Kitties, uh, characters of those such uh, cannot be targeted from X squares away and has plus 2 to defense a force field effects can be applied to self, self-friendly or an opposing character and can attack or be attacked for protection that is pretty neat
1: nice Anthony Brown says, I kind of love the thought of a good Loki piece that can place tokens and swap his spot on the map with them. Either that or a cool Riddler that gives out Riddler trophies. So it has a 3D effect. uh, The mystery box or whatever he calls it. I think it's Mm. the gift marker. And all it does is uh, take away opponent's powers and they have to move through it. Otherwise, that power is still countered. And it's not outwit, so you can do it to power cosmic people. Just like the Riddler does to Darkseid. That's right. He's like, hey, I've got a box here for you. And Darkseid's like, oh, I'm vulnerable to attacks now. What's How in did the you box? This, <laughs> it's anti-Darkseid uh, equation. Foil. <laughs>
0: Jeez. Foiled again. How could he? Ha! The Riddling Riddler. Matthew Ventura says, We always need more villains and more DC. so how about Poison Ivy with Incap? If she hits, they get a Slave Kiss FX base. This is, like, to me, I'm imagining, like, Wax Lips, you know? The worst Halloween candy ever to get. Um, FX base that allows her to free mind control them, and if it gets removed when they clear.
1: Interesting... Very just so, just so any children listening know, uh, wax lips is not a candy. You're not supposed to eat it. Well, I know you're not supposed I don't to know eat it. But it's given out Z all Halloween. Wax lips. <laughs> speaking that of poison ivy. <laughs> speaking of poison ivy, Benjamin Norris says, "A thorny vine marker. It has plasticity slash penetrating poison. Opposing characters have to roll to break away." like it as a character and if they fail they take one penetrating damage i could see that uh if poison ivy hits you then it's like too late you're in her trap and her vines have you and you have to get away from them before they hurt you more
0: just saying circus peanuts taste the same as wax lips so those aren't candy either but here we are just, just for the record,
1: I don't know cool. what those are. Yeah, you don't
0: know what, circus peanuts. Ah, uh, it doesn't
1: matter. I mean, I physically matter. know what they are. I don't okay. know what they are made out of. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's I don't probably know also <laughs> wax. Danny
0: at the disco says, "I'd like a Wonder Woman with a magic lasso." Clicks effects. How neat is that? That's pretty neat. Don't know how it would work, but it would look really cool for a sculpt.
1: Um, ooh, I know mud. how it works. So, you hit an opponent with it. Instead of doing damage, they have to show you the back of that character's card. Oh, reveal the truth. Oh, you Freddy, do that. Oh. Oh. If only there were characters that let you do that instead of just, you know, tournament rules.
0: it was a really big change. Uh, it took a lot of work, okay? I'll need
1: you to stop. It took us weeks of preparation to write up that article about it. Brian Poling says Punisher, he would have a target marker. Free action to place it on the highest pointed fig. Any other characters take a minus one to hit and damage against Punisher, and if he gets, if he gets plus two, to hit the chosen character. So, kind of like going after like the top boss, ignoring all the like rabble rabble at the bottom. I can see is Punisher it, doing is that. Is this just Frank frowning at people? Yeah. <sighs> just yeah. Would, angry. Like, the comedian's, like, smiley face, but it'd be a frowny face. Ooh, the comedian's button would be a really cool one, actually. That'd
0: be awesome. It let's some commit war crimes against you. <laughs> uh, the, the last one I have on Twitter. Uh, we need Watchmen back in the game. Listen to us, kids, please. They're DC technically. Just throw them in the game. Um, is Jean Lucifia the coolest side of the pillow? He just said Swarm. Um, and yet, it's somehow one of the best answers, because that leads me to believe that it's just a bunch of bees. You're throwing bees at oh, people, bees. covering people in bees. The bees! We should have grabbed a soundbite for this! Goodness gracious! But yeah, you can throw them all Nicholas Cage and make them surrounded by bees. That sounds like a fun idea. Go ahead and read the
1: rest on Facebook. Alright. got a few more on Facebook. Sean Aguayo? Aguayo? I, I'm sorry. However you say it. Batman Taskmaster Deadpool Deathstroke Bomb FX When this character uses Leap Climb and moves through a square adjacent to this character attach a Bomb FX to the opposing character. At the end of your next turn, that character takes one penetrating damage and suffers knockback one square from its current square. Then we'll go Benjamin Norris He says Also, I would love... For one of my favorite HeroClix figures of all time, Phantom X. I would like an illusion marker. So, if you don't know, Phantom X, his mutant ability is he can like do some weird kind of telepathy kind of thing, except it's only to like create illusions. So he can be huh. like, uh oh. can basically like implant in your brain like the that thought is... of him doing something.
0: That is very interesting. For some reason I thought his mutant ability was like guns and small robot. That's what that's what WizKids <laughs> always led me to believe his mutant ability was. What in the world? Well he, he lose? was
1: very big to like his uh his who he is. I'm pretty sure she flew out of his mouth at a certain point and then grew to the size of a spaceship. Anyhow he continues huh. <laughs> place an illusion marker in a square that Phantom X has passed through, removing it from anywhere else. It may be on the map. He has free. When Phantom X has one action token, he can make an act, an attack from his illusion marker as if he were there. Remove the illusion marker if he misses the attack. I would also add to that something like if Phantom X is hit and his illusion marker is like X squares away, he gets plus like X to his like super sense roll or something. Because that's like his main defense in the comics is, uh, having, like, his illusions. It's kind of like a, uh, what do they call it? A uh, deus ex machina. It'll be like, Phantom X gets, like, attacked, and, like, he can't defend himself. And it's like, nope, that was an illusion. Fooled <laughs> you. an illusion. The real Phantom X is in the next issue. The real Phantom uh, X is the says, made, made
0: along the way.
1: Anyway. <laughs> he says, I'd have a flash, Wally West, that leaves his speed force FX base with a friendly character if he moves through their space. When a character in a space with the speed force marker that turn, they can use hypersonic speed. Improved movement, hindering, and elevated. When a character is no longer in a space with a speed force marker, return the speed force marker to flash. So kind of like a granting them some speed force for like a little temporary boost. Interesting. Yeah last but not least on facebook aries edge says batman with a weapon drop when moved after resolutions if batman moves through a square with a friendly character occupied attach the weapon drop clicks effects marker that character has free choose a standard attack power this character can use this power until the end of the turn at the beginning of your next turn reattach the weapon drop marker to batman
0: Ooh, Right on. Uh, Just so you know, Ares is allowed to be leased. It's okay. Uh, He's earned it. Uh, But no, that actually is really cool. Uh, Batman doesn't get a lot of love. No, he gets a ton of love. But like in the clicks effects department, he didn't get any in one of his own sets too. So yeah, that'd be really cool. I would like that. Next up in community, we're gonna go over Jedi Legends Hero Clicks tip of the week.
1: Want to sell death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and
0: rethink my life. Tip of the week: a simple one this week. Been playing a while, not kept up to date with the rules. How could you? Uh, but remember, flyers now take two fall damage. These take like none, uh, and now they take two fall damage, which is pretty neat. I honestly uh, can count on one hand the amount of times I've knocked back a character, flyer or not from elevated terrain and made them take fall damage. It almost never happens, to be completely
1: honest with you. Um, it's Yeah, it's not something you can set up. Yeah. It's something that happens very naturally in a game if it does happen, where your opponent just, like, they have to go out of their way and they're on, like, a ledge, or you just happen to notice they were, like, shooting at you from the ledge and you just happen to have enough, like, speed to get up there and maybe knock them back kind of thing. Exactly.
0: Exactly. That is always good to know uh, that even if you fly, you're going to fall, dude. We're going to clip those wings. Uh, moving right along to a Malcolm Rush question block. Ooh. That's in Japan! Japan? No, 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 no. I can't go to Japan. Let's talk about arts. Uh, I'm something of an artist connoisseur of the, the fine, fine, fine arts myself. Um Yeah,
1: I buy comic books.
0: Yeah, I buy I comic like art. Books. I support yeah.
1: local artists. <laughs> That's right
0: uh so we're gonna talk about box art please include uh boosters fast forces starter set hero clicks blah, blah 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 i'm only gonna talk about boosters because most fast forces don't have a ton of art there's maybe a character or a lot of side characters i think uh boosters are just easier to include And all my answers for boosters uh his first one is best worst and favorite box art uh box cover arts simeon go for it
1: all right i'm gonna hold back on telling you why because number four we'll go over why Okay. So I think the best boosters from like Modern Memory are the Uncanny X-Men and Deadpool X-Force. Uncanny X-Men had the it was basically the giant size X-Men cover, like the comic cover, um, as their booster art, and Deadpool X-Force was just a really cool uh, I think it was the remainder run of X-Force that was on the cover, like the gray gray and like Blackish, whitish X-Men costumes. So that's what I—I I think those are pretty cool. So I'm gonna say those are the best. They're probably not. Someone's probably got something that I didn't think of. <laughs> I said the worst though was uh, Battle World, Worlds, and Age of Ultron. And if you don't know why, just look at them, and I'll tell you why. And then my personal favorite is Wolverine and the X-Men. For the same reason that Uncanny X-Men, they had, like, that big, uh, giant size X-Men kind of splash the cover art. Wolverine and the X-Men, it was the entire booster minus the super booster was all X-Men. Like, it was all, like, one big thing. I think maybe one booster didn't match, but, like... It was like three full boosters that were art, and then the rest was, you know, nothing. Right on. Uh, for best,
0: I chose Earth X. Um, like I said, we'll, we can get into that later. Number four, for worst, I, uh, I chose Fear Itself. Because it's a black booster that says the word fear itself. Now, if you hit the right, like just the right lighting, you can see sort of see the it, it holographic, the it's holographic like symbol. <laughs> but like at first glance, you're like that is a uh, it's a plain black booster
1: of, uh, of uh, just nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing <laughs> for sure. Um, Even when it does like have that little shimmer shine to it, it's still kind of lackluster. It's still not that got, like yeah. It's, it's got the big design, yeah. It's not so I flashy. Gave it an, I gave it a very, pass very for that, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then my personal favorite, this is like, oh, wow, really? No way. Uh, it's going to be the Captain America set from 2011. It is very iconic, just poses of Captain America. Uh, two different arts, one of him, Dum Dum Dugan, and Nick Fury uh, fighting Hydra agents, and then one of just him fighting Hydra agents. It's a very popular, like, Hydra dog pile uh, with Captain America busting, you know, giving, throwing a couple of punches. It looks really cool. Uh, moving on second uh, second question what is really great box cover art uh, but inside terrible just terrible hero click set Simeon go
1: okay I read that wrong <laughs> clearly because I put I put superior foes um, superior foes has like a okay terrible box set art. it's it's okay box art but it was a pretty decent set. Uh, a lot of decent, like, Spidermans in there. Uh, a lot of decent, like, if you were super interested into the Superior Foes like comic line, you got all the people from there. And, uh, it was, I don't know, there's a lot of, like, bad super rares for some reason. Moreland sure. was super lackluster. After everything from Spider-Verse, how they made a 200-point Moreland that was bad... I don't know. Because he had that
0: stupid slash marker,
1: that's why. He did, and never once have I won a game when I run Morlin. He's a vampire, and he is garbage. Uh, So, yeah, I'll I'll stick with that. There's some bad stuff in there. Yeah, that's what I'll say.
0: It ain't ain't good. Uh, I said, what if?
1: Had a really cool box
0: art. We got to see really cool box art of the um, Punisher. Uh, that's like the standout one is the Punisher of the Strange, but obviously the set itself is absolute garbage. Number three is really bad box art, uh, but a great HeroClix set inside.
1: Simeon. So for this one, I said Thor and Battle World. Uh, the reason the Thor box art is bad is because you just get five. Well, if you buy a brick, you get ten boosters that have the exact same image. No matter which like booster you grab, and the same for Battle World. Uh, Battle World, they could have easily done the Battle World map. They could have done like this booster is Weird World. This booster is, you know, like the Thor Core. This booster is uh, like the Shield. This booster. I mean, they could have done like a different section for each booster, or they could have just done a map of the Battle World. They could have done so many different things, but instead, you just get like. This tiny little image that's got like a couple people on it, and it's doesn't really tell you anything about what Battle World was. Right on. I said War
0: of Light. It's very, it's just very standard. It was once again this very non, not flashy sort of style. It just had the lantern symbol, um, and then for Wave Two, it was the. Whatever. One wave was like the Green Lantern symbol, I think, and then one was like a red or black lantern symbol. I honestly cannot remember. Um, but either I think way, it might it have just, been like
1: the Black Lantern or something. Yeah. But yeah. It was like
0: just the Black... Just that lantern symbol with like an all-black booster or an all-white booster. It was very plain. Um, and that was just kind of what they do. It's just kind of what they do for summer events. It's very, very plain, plain box art. Um, but it had amazing figures. War of Light, I think I cannot say enough how awesome War of Light is. So... Not, like, the most amazing popping box art, but the figures inside, total gold. Beautiful. Next up is going to be question number four, which is why we kind of get to explain a few more things. What makes a great box art and why? All right.
1: So. All right. Lay it out, Simeon. What I I want in a box cover art, like, what I want on my booster is... One, I think the most important thing is, if somebody's walking by it, you want to show them what's in the set. So you want, like, the themes that are in the set, you want the characters that are in the set, maybe some of the figures, like the actual digital sculpts. Um, that's why I'm saying for, like, Battleworld, they could have easily done, like, the different uh, Battleworld, like, other Battleworld, you know. Like, the all the, like, little themes that they had, the barons and whatever... They could have easily done like comic art for those. So that's my number one: is like show me what's in the set, show me what I'm actually getting. And two would be like the storylines. So if you're not doing a like simple like Battle World is pretty simple. It's like this was a comic event. Um, like for the new Captain America set, it's like show me the different storylines that you're pulling from if you're not going to show me all the different characters, show me, like, are you pulling from, like, this one or, like, maybe one that was back in 2012 or, like, the newest one or, like, different stuff like that. Give me some art from those. And then uh, my, my number three, the one that I actually really prefer is when they use, like, splash pages or they use, like, big cover images and the entire like all the boosters put together make up one big image i really like that that's my number one thing that's why i put uncanny x-men and deadpool and uh wolverine and the x-men as like my my top ones because if you put all the boosters together it makes like one solid image And i think mm. that looks really cool on the shelf um yeah if you only have one booster it kind of looks weird like his arm is missing and Wolverine's like just got his head poking out and like stuff like that but when they're all sitting there nice and pretty in their plastic wrap and stuff it's pretty cool nice right
0: on my choice is not so much the style of art they choose to go with but the artist themselves uh Alex Ross is an artist he's a painter he's just Man, he's awesome. He's just so great, which is why I love the new Captain America box art. Just anything by Alex Ross is just absolutely breathtaking and amazing. So it's why I really like the Earth X box art um, for a lot of the same reasons. Even though it doesn't like connect anything, it's just it looks very. He draws very stoic heroes. They look really cool. I love the new Captain America box art for the coming upset because once again, it's Alex Ross. I think Alex Ross is great at drawing Captain America. He really captures it. It's amazing. I think and,
1: they should have gone with uh, Rob Lee filled Captain America.
0: Nope, no, absolutely not. Nope. Okay, now that's in my mind. Not Thank your you favorite, for ruining my day, <laughs> w- ruining my week. Just mentioning uh, that terrible, terrible <laughs> you know man.
1: I'm not buying this
0: set anymore. <laughs> if they if they changed all of their box art uh to rob Liefeld, uh captain america i i might cancel some pre-orders so i'm not going to lie it would be pretty terrible um, i would just hate to see all those boxes uh such cursed images uh anyways um and this is actually to kind of rag on a little bit um, I, I also like it when they have the sub-themes on the side, where they so show about three or four figures in a sub-theme, and they have about four sub-themes or so. And then on the back, they normally have the chase theme or something like that. I like seeing that with a few of the chase sculpts. The new Captain America set does all of that wrong. It just names, like, four characters that they assume are popular instead of saying, hey, we have shields, thunderbolts, shifting focus, Iron Man, all this stuff. They just say, Black Panther captain marvel and they show she's us one guy. figure She's I think that's, like she's yeah like i think that's really lame yeah pretty lazy um and that's another like reason it felt like captain america is like a filler set just to tide us over to like another set that's happening um now with the figures are showing it feels a lot different but to keep it on box art i really don't care for that i like seeing more Even if it's bad news. Like, I love Earth-X, but two of the figures were Spiders of Earth-X and Spider-Man Family. And I'm like, ah, thanks. I hate both. Why are they in my Earth-X set? One gets a pass, but the other absolutely does not. And I hate it. So, yeah. Stuff like that is good. I do like the connecting box art, uh, kind of like what Simeon says. I love what they do for Deadpool boosters. The whole, you know, rip this box, I'll rip your face; tear this box, I'll tear your face. That's hilarious. I love the breaking fourth wall stuff. I like the little bit of box art on the top. Um, that's always really fun. You know, just just box art everywhere is really cool, guys. And you know, keep it up. Keep up the good the good stuff. You know, but don't make it too busy. Uh, to me, Black Panther and the Illuminati was too busy it was here's all the illuminati and then here's like a sun in the background and here's a big picture of black panther that was like a little too much uh so you know keep it simple stupid right kiss keep it simple stupid that's uh that's also
1: yeah black panther illuminati they also had to like remove certain illuminati characters because for some reason they don't mix x-men and avengers so they took uh the professor x from that image out and also they didn't have I don't know, they were working through the rights for the Fantastic Four, so they couldn't put Man- Mr. Fantastic in there, and so they took him out, and it was just like a really weird, cobbled like, it's a very iconic comic image. If you look up Illuminati you'll see, like, this dark like image with them all standing there staring, like, deeply into your soul and that's the image they, like, took from Yeah. But they had to, like, rearrange it so that they could actually have the characters in the set. Right.
0: Next up, this is kind of keeping in mind like WWE or some of the older sets where they have a window to see a figure. But should WizKids do more packaging where we can see the hero click sculpts, aka like knowing what we're getting? If so, why or why not? What do you think, Simeon?
1: I'm okay with it. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to like want WizKids to fully leave the blind boosters. I don't know why. I just like that's what I'm used to. And so, like, changes. Changes hard, so if they do decide to go completely away from blind boosters, I'll eventually get over it. But, right. um, so I'd say, like, yeah, I'm I'm okay as they Like, if they go with along with that, uh, anytime it makes more sense to do it, like with WWE sets, if they decide to make HeroClix figures out of their like My Little Pony and Transformers line or the D and D stuff that they make. If they decided to make hero stuff out of that, I could see them doing uh, like clear boosters. Um, it kind of reduces like the crazy chase prices that pop up because it's like a solid rarity. It does increase the price of like some on the secondary market, but you're never going to see that one figure that's going for like $150 or like $75 even. At, like, most you'll see, you know, like, Eddie Guerrero's going for, like, $15. That's double the price because, you know, everyone's sold out everywhere. Um, right. But, yeah, I, I like it because it lets new people see what they're getting. So, if you're new to the game and that's the property that's bringing you into the game, if you're like, oh, maybe I'll check out this, like, game that uses D&D miniatures, Um you're going to want to know what you're getting. You're not going to want to buy a blind booster and end up with a bunch of stuff that you don't want. Right on. And I
0: get it. Uh, for stuff like deep cuts, you want to see what the sculpt looks like. I mean, it'd be kind of ridiculous to be like, I'm getting a Cyclops. I don't know what he looks like. Uh, I'll just paint him however Cyclops is. And then you're like, oh, he's kind of in this weird crouching position. I wouldn't have bought him if he He might even bat. be broken. Right, he might even be broken. Like, you don't want that. So I think for those figures, it's fine, uh, along with WWE. In like a standard booster setting, um, no, I just I don't really care for the idea of like being able to see maybe like the first or second figure, the common or uncommon, because that would, uh, number one, it would make the packaging a lot weirder. Uh, for their normal boosters that would complicate packaging. They would have to figure out a way to show you one figure um, and hide the rest, either with colored plastic or whatever. And then you'd have to include a window, which would take away from box art, um, which I really don't care for. So I think for normal packages, like, we don't need to see the figure. I'm fine with that. And honestly, for WWE, I would love it if it was blind box and the price was lower. Personally, I'd be totally fine with WWE being, like, $4 figures and in-foil packs instead of $8 figures, and I can see who I'm getting, personally, just because uh, I want to do WWE sealed and all that, and if that means not seeing who I'm getting, I'm totally fine with it. And I understand why they're doing it for people that only care about WWE and only care about certain superstars, Uh, but still, um, I love sealed. I love that kind of gameplay, even if it doesn't work out for me in polls. I just think it's super fun. Uh, So yeah, overall, Windows, yeah, they're okay, and I get they have their purpose, but... I don't care. Uh, And number six, um, what do you want box cover uh, art to look like in future sets?
1: So the only future sets that I know of are uh, Fantastic Four, Justice League, because we already have the Captain America set. And uh, as far as I know, WWE isn't going to have like any kind of set uh, design. It's just going to be in the boosters like it was last time. So for the Fantastic Four... I really like the Alex Ross covers that they have. Um, He does really good work. So literally any of the Alex Ross covers of Fantastic Four would be great Um, if they did. So there's like five boosters that you see in a brick, uh, ten boosters to a brick. So five facing out each way. Um, You could do one of each like fantastic four character. And then like the fifth one, make it like a family shot or something, or you could just do a giant splash page. Like either way, I'd be cool with it. And then for justice league unlimited, uh, they've got that big, like title like thing when, you know, like, when like the, the music goes and then it's like Superman and wonder woman. And like, they're all standing there and then the rest of the heroes are like flying in the background. That's all you got to do for the box art there. Like, that's pretty simple to me. <laughs> like, just it's uh, it's already made. It's already animated. Uh, you can't really improve on that. And then we've got the Spider-Man Carnage thing, uh, which we don't have any info about except that they're making a few characters. Possibly, they're gonna run them past Marvel and see if they can get a few characters out. So for that one, um. There's tons of like Maximum Carnage comics that have like really cool art, so it's not hard to make Carnage look like really cool and creepy and like scary. And so if they just do that on the box art, like that's pretty solid. No, you're wrong once
0: again, Simeon. The box art should be (laughs) uh, Carnage Leonardo da Vinci, or (laughs) just just messing on with that weird like plane thing, you know, with like the glider or whatever. (laughs) Uh, what was that's it? who it uh, should be, you fool, you utter buffoon, or it should be Steampunk like...
1: Steampunk May Parker, is that yeah, what it was? <laughs> Steampunk
0: May Parker, with like a funny little top hat and goggles. That's what it should be, alright? Or, it should be like Spider-Man, I can't remember, it's like a famous painting, it's literally called The Artist, where it's the guy looking over at a mirror, drawing a picture of himself. It should be that, but with Carnage, or Spider-Man, or whatever, and that should just be the box art. Oh, uh, what if
1: it was the Scream with Deadpool? Oh and right! He was How screaming the word "Chimichanga" be? because uh, he's so random. He's you man, know that's so random. Deadpool, funny.
0: That's hilarious. Funny taco. Ha 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 ha. You're so good. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's what it should be. Uh, and for the future, uh, umpteenth version of the X-Men set, it should just be just Beast, just Beast staring right into your eyes. Like, hey there, I'm Beast. But it should be like each version of Beast. Just like yo. Maybe so, this should make but,
1: the the boosters like a build a figure. So yeah. if you buy a brick, you get to yeah, like play that lag. brick.
0: That's that's how and Galactus you, should come just and
1: they're coming. Just put it on a like, it's a like this cardboard monstrosity on the table. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Exodia, Exodia, Galactus boosters. Uh, duh. There's the only, that's the only way to do it. Let's be real. Uh, and that concludes the Malcolm Rush uh, question block. I want to give a shout-out to someone who joined the Patreon last week, to Aaron Johnson. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the show and everything we do here. I still need to get out a lot of the rewards for December. I've just been traveling a lot and haven't been able to do that. And I also need to do a ranking-up ceremony. That will probably happen next week. I know people uh, look forward to that. But once again, life do be a little crazy sometimes. But uh, we do get to have a very special Arabian birthday to Vigilante uh, bonsai Tree and Sapling, a.k.a. Our, our man from Finland, uh, Tiemu.
1: Happy Happy hey. Happy
0: Happy Alright, I hope you have a great happy birthday next week is going to be a pre-release i'm excited i'm very excited um and we're gonna have a podcast before that so next podcast we're going to talk about our pre-release picks and uh sealed picks overall for what we think is going to be really good what we think will combo really well what we think might stand out uh without further ado simi do you have anything else to say before we end the episode
1: I just want to say, yeah, like, we didn't do, yeah, we didn't do a very deep dive into like these previews. Uh, you can check them all out on our Facebook page or on Twitter, but we didn't go like super in detailed. Um, I know, like, even though I was like screenshotting them and like looking at them every time they popped up, like my mind is not like globbed onto anything. Like, it's just not catching anything lately. So, I'm gonna have like a week where I can actually look through like the H C realms, which they're they've been really good on HC Realms lately, so they've been updating stuff pretty fast on this set. Um, so I'm gonna be sitting on there studying stuff, figuring out what's worth good points, what's uh overcosted, what I'm gonna play. And yeah, that's all I gotta say. What a good guy.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for listening to Dial H for Hero Simeon Go ahead and read a Saturday. Oh, well, actually, I have to do all the plugs first. Goodness gracious. I'm just, I get rustier and rustier uh, every week, guys. I just want Chris to come back. As always, <laughs> I suppose. You can find Dial H for Hero Clicks at iTunes and Podbean. We also show up on all sorts of podcast platforms. You're probably listening to one of those now. We also upload the show to YouTube. Uh, How neat is that? That's pretty neat. If you want to listen to us while you're just scrolling through our Facebook or Twitter, looking at all those previews while we talk about those previews, you can do that, which is really cool. You can also send us an email or questions like Malcolm Rush does, either through the Facebook page or through the Twitter page, or at dial each for here clicks at gmail.com. And you can be like, hey, answer my questions, you funny guys, and we'll do it. We'll probably do it. I don't know. I check the email like maybe once or twice a week. Who honestly checks their email that much? So, yeah. That's what's going on in the world of Dialogues for Cooks. If you want to be like Aaron Johnson and support us, you can do that at patreon.com. You uh, are we always entered into a giveaway. We're going to figure out what the giveaway item for January is going to be. It should be something cool, maybe even patriotic related. Ooh, ah, what could that mean? It means Captain America. Duh. Uh, so, but no promises. We'll see what happens. And that is about all. That's the plug. That's the show. Thank you for listening once again. We truly uh, appreciate everyone, even if you don't write in, even if you don't comment, even if you don't support us on Patreon. The fact that you listen to the show each week is enough for us. Simeon, go ahead and read us out of here.
1: And with that, listeners, Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find all the cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products, some pre-orders still available, so check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails. Mutt, mutt, mutt,